What's up, mamas? Welcome back to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. Today's episode, I want to talk to you about my six top things that I do for self-care for myself. I know being a mom, especially a mom in recovery, we get really, really hard trying to detach from our kids or trying to pour into ourselves out of an empty cup, you know, and, and it can get really, really hard trying to point to our kids, everyone else, and then neglect ourselves. So I want to share some things that I do for myself and for my spirit. So here we go. Hello, mama. Welcome to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. My name is Monica Alvarez. I'm a faithlet mom of two beautiful babies, engaged to my best friend, a woman in recovery, an empowerment coach, and a certified fitness trainer. In this podcast, you will find a place of empowerment, healing, and purpose work, all while partnering with God to help transform you into the woman you were always destined to become. I know that you are struggling to break the chains of addiction, abuse, and strongholds in your mindset and in your motherhood. You've gotten into recovery and you're wondering, what's next? What's my purpose? Well, mama, my mission is to help transform you mentally, spiritually, and physically so that you can become the woman that God has destined you to become. And I believe that the most important work that you can ever do is the work within yourself. You were called to be the chain breaker of your family. You were called to bring light for generations to come. So mama, if you are ready to get on this journey with me, grab a notebook and pen, fill up that cup of coffee, grab a box of tissues as we get ready to laugh and cry because your healing begins here. Let's get into today's show. Alrighty, so before we get started, I want to take the time to invite you all to our Facebook community group of Moms Breaking Chains. The link is below in the show notes. If you'd like to be a part of a community of other like-minded moms that are on the same mission as you, trying to break the chains of lies, addiction, everything that we've told ourselves or maybe have been told to us, we want to help break those chains within our children and the generations to come. So that's what we try to instill within that community also learning how to pour into ourselves and take care of us which really ties to the episode that we're going to do today also if you heard my last episode about re- uh, reconnecting the social media after five months well you know that i like to take my social media breaks today that i'm recording this episode is on a sunday and i told myself no social media sundays so i'm learning to detach from social media as well which i'll share about that in the episode today but i also want to encourage that to you and if for some reason you're not wanting to be on social media for a while we do have a telegram chat community for moms breaking chains which is just like a little messenger that i can post links and i can update episodes and things on there Uh, In case you want to be a part of a community and detach from social media, go ahead and check out that link below as well in the show notes. And one more thing, if you've been a loyal listener for a couple of episodes now, it would mean everything to me if you could please go and leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. It helps grow the show and I appreciate all of those that have been leaving written reviews. Thank you so much for sharing and for... um, listening downloading thank you so much we have been doing amazing on this podcast and we this will not be possible without all of you so 
there's that. All right, so I want to go ahead and get into it. So the top six things that I do for self-care. So before I tell you what they are, it's really hard for us to, especially if we've come from a place where the last person we ever thought about taking care of or making amends to was ourselves. You know, a lot of times we forget to put ourselves on there. We're, we're worried about making amends to everybody else, forgiving everybody else, or having everybody forgive us for the things that we may have done in our active addiction. But a lot of the times we we leave out the most important person and that's ourselves, right? We don't forgive ourselves. We don't love ourselves. We don't nurture ourselves for all the pain that we put ourselves through, right? We forget to take care of our body. You know, a lot of us stop putting the drugs in our body and we still harm ourselves with other things, right? Whether we're chain smoking or we're eating poorly or we're not taking care of our body or our mindset or our spiritual um our spiritual condition, right? Like we're not pouring into those areas. And so this episode is very important because I'm talking directly to the mama, right? To you that if you've been neglecting yourself, like I want this episode to be for you. And whether you've heard these things over and over again, I want them to resonate differently with your spirit because I've just recently started getting back to a place where I started implementing these, all of these now, and, uh, and it feels good. It feels really good to be able to do that for myself and just, you know, and do it because I love myself, because I know that I deserve it. And I know that when I do these things, I am the best version of myself, not just for me, but for my fiance, for my children, like they get a better version of their mommy, uh, my friends, my family. Like I, I just love the woman I become when I, when I nurture all these things in my life. So the top six things. So the first one very important to me is prayer, right? So I definitely pray, you know, I've gotten, it. prayers look different for me, you know, before I used to always be like on my knees praying, and then it got to a point where I would just open my eyes and I would start praying. I pray throughout the day, I'll pray when I work out, I pray when I drive, and like just kind of having like that peaceful presence within myself. And you know what? It can look however you want it to look. There's no cookie cutter way to pray. There's no cookie cutter way that God hears you more than than other ways. Like just you having that alone time with God is extremely important. And it's such a game changer, especially when my mindset is like in such a bad place. Like when I notice that I've been acting out with people or, or like my mindset has been a little bit off or I just can't shake some feelings or I can't really get my day started because I feel like I'm struggling mentally. Like prayer is always my source to go to. And the beautiful thing is I can go at any time of the day, no matter how many times I want, right? Like it doesn't just have to be in the morning or it doesn't just have to be before I eat, right? Like it could be any time of the day, like I can talk to God and I can connect with him on a deeper level all right also tied with prayer is me getting into the word right so i've like i've shared about it in the previous episodes for me uh this is this has been very different for me like i you know i used to try to read or, or get you know it was either my recovery literature or it's my or the word and like i've gotten more tied into wanting to learn more about the word and so i'll read a verse i've been following this little like bible app study that i do on my phone and it's been awesome you know i'm learning from somebody that really doesn't know scripture like i'm getting a really cool understanding especially as my mindset is changing 
And uh, and I would highly encourage you if like you're somebody that's not really into, you know, scripture learning, like even just starting baby steps, right? Like I'm starting on a phone app, uh, a free Bible app that's on my phone. And, uh, and it has little, like, like little plans that I can do, like seven day plans and, you know, all these cool things that tie me to scripture and just give me a better understanding. So that's, what's been helping me tie that with my prayer. Before I get into number two, I just want to apologize if you hear any noise in the back. That's the mom life, right? Like I, I try to record episodes as often as I can, but like I have two little screaming babies in the other room that like to play around and act crazy. So you hear them running through the house and playing or you hear my fiance talking loud. It's probably because everybody's in the house right now. So yeah, just don't mind the back noise. I try to edit it out as much as I can, but you know, it is what it is. We're working with what we got, right? And so, okay, number two is I do journaling. Uh, I just started getting back into journaling and some of the things that I do I had somebody ask me like I don't even know what I journal what what should I journal and I I told her that it was beautiful because usually it comes when after I pray and after I'm kind of like in a centered place like I'm able to really start noticing like how I can flow and write right so I've always been like a, a person that likes to journal and um and I even shared with her that like I found my journal from when I was in my active addiction right like that's how much I like to journal and I was like oh my god I don't even want to tell you about the thoughts that I used to have back there right but you know it was cool because it allowed me to see where I was at at the time right like the things that I was going through the things that I was experiencing it allowed me to see where my mindset was at and so journaling is just such a cool way to really just flow and free yourself and like whatever's in your heart will come out onto the paper right and so journaling has been good for me and usually I do it after I've prayed or I've been kind of in like a quiet state for a little bit Uh, these two things number one and two I try my best to do them before my kids wake up. So I'll try my best to block time in the morning, even if I wake up 30 minutes before them, I get up and I try my best to get into these two things because I know that once my kids wake up, you know, it's full mom mode and, you know, I have a one-year-old and a three-year-old and they're in that little stage where they like to yell and they don't understand quiet time and they'll get there, they'll get there. But right now that's just not where we're at, right? And it's okay. So the way that I try to accommodate is that I have to get up a little earlier and I have to set that time for myself, right? So I do those things. All right, number three, what I do for myself is I like to read books. So I've just gotten back. I've always been such a bookworm. I've always liked to read, and I've always read books throughout all these timing. And I grew up very the type that like would dig myself into books and like just really enjoyed reading. And I've always really liked books that were when I was smaller, of course, I liked a lot of fiction books. But as I got older, like maybe in my late teenage years, I started really enjoying like self-help and books that really work on my mindset and help to change my perspective. And I really feel like I've always kind of had an entrepreneur spirit since I was younger. And so I've always liked things that help me try to grow and be better, right? Like growth books and things like that. So I will read books. Uh, I do listen to podcasts and I really just like things that really feed my spirit. It just really helps me like get in alignment with like getting back on my goals because I just I think that it's so important to set some goals for yourself like and it doesn't have to be nothing drastic like we always think that it's got to be the hundred pound weight loss. It's got to be the oh you know start the business by the few months like even though those are amazing goals to have I think that it's just important to even set small goals that are just even as simple as like little things that I'm going to do every day to help tweak my mindset, right? Because the big shift isn't going to happen from one day to the next. 
And I think that's where we get caught up in wanting the, the instant gratification. But what I've learned is that the small consistent steps that seem like they don't matter eventually add up and make a huge shift. Like that's where that shift will come is by doing little by little every t- every day, right? And so I'm working on my consistency too. But I do like reading books. Right now I'm kind of in a place where I'm reading about parenting books. And, um, and one book that I'm reading right now that I highly recommend, Mamas, that I love and I've, it's probably like my third parenting book I've got. But you know what? I'm not going to mention the other two, not to say anything bad about them, right? But I just noticed that it was focusing a lot on the behavior of the kid, right? Of our children. And what I love about the book I'm reading right now, it's called Love-Centered Parenting. And I got it for free at the library. I mean, I, I got a library card. I started checking out library books for me and the kids. And the cool thing about this book is like it's focusing on the parent, not so much like, yes, it's talking about the child. But so far in the chapters that I'm reading, I'm like on chapter five right now. It's putting a big focus on the parents. Right. And uh, on my parenting, like shifting the way that I'm behaving so that my children can see a better example, which is so much in alignment with what this podcast teaches. Right. And why I'm highly recommending this book, because I think that if we're going to make the shifts and we're going to change our children, the best way that they're going to learn is through our changed behavior, right? Not so much through what we tell them, but what we show them. So love-centered parenting is really talking about being the example. And what I love about it the most is that it's centered in the love of God, right? And it's not tied to nothing religious. It's tied to like literally love and knowing how much he loves us and how we can reflect that in our parenting. So I highly recommend that book. Yeah, Love Center Parenting. Okay, number four. This one is a big one for me. And I, I, I mean, I have to do this one. This is working out, staying healthy. I have to work out. Like working out is a must in my, in, in my opinion. You know, like I cannot pour into my kids. I cannot do the best that I can be if my body does not feel good. Um, when I had my daughter that whole first year and I told you I like let myself go with the health stuff I was going through I was I was so boggled in my mindset like I was really really struggling but one of the most important things that really helped me uh, when I did get back in tune was like getting getting back into being fit like even working out and and you don't gotta worry about the six pack and you know just exercise go walk at the park I started off doing two times a week at the park pushing my kids around walking at the park you know what I mean in the stroller like that's where it started for me you know what I mean and yes I, I know I have the knowledge and I can give a hard workout but you know what sometimes I just couldn't like I wasn't able to at the time right like it was just hard for me to like really channel my thinking to want those kind of workouts at the time and now I love them but um the biggest thing that I did was I started small and I started light and I started at two days a week and now uh I have a gym membership at this moment and the main reason I have the gym membership is because they have a child care and you know being that I'm a stay-at-home mom right now I have a one and a three-year-old like it's really hard to try to get that workout in like if I miss my morning spot it's hard to get a workout in even though I have a full garage right so I took the time to be able to get a gym membership that's three blocks away from our house and they watch the kids for two hours. The kids love it. They get to interact with other kids. I get to get my workout on. I get to take some classes. I get to talk and socialize and I get to, you know, just have that me time, right? That I that I so strongly desire and deserve. And you do too. So do what works for you. Like maybe you have bigger kids and you don't really need somebody to watch your kids because your kids can kind of like play by themselves and enjoy their time while you work out. That's great. You know, maybe when my kids get bigger, I probably won't need a gym membership. Like I can let them, you know, kind of do their own independent thing while I work out. But right now they're too small. 
we have a lot of weight racks in the garage and there could be a huge accident that I'm just not, you know, nobody's prepared for. So I just don't do it. I just personally, you know what, let's save all the chaos and the craziness and let me, let's just go get that membership, you know. So got that. Again, gym, gym memberships uh, work for me. We also do meal prepping. So we do our grocery shopping and our are prepping on Sundays and then we'll get into some more in the middle of the week like on a Wednesday we'll cook a little bit more and so we have food just to kind of grab and go you know we do you know sometimes so our vegetables don't go bad we do frozen vegetables you know and so we just do different things and I'll do an episode on that more about that but these are just kind of some things that we do to kind of help you know we got our kids our life can seem fast and chaotic and you know so we try our best to stay healthy and also Take care of our bodies. So that's what we do. Okay. Um, number five is this one's a big one. And even though I'm back on social media um, today, like I said, today's Sunday and I've been off social media all day today. Right. So I'm doing this like, you know, number five is getting off social media when needed. Right. Uh, clearing my head, staying away from. And right now I'm grateful because even though what whatever's on social media, right, like I've been utilizing it for my podcast growth and for um, getting my business going for my my women's boxing gym, all those things. And it's it's been nothing but positive vibes and beautiful and, you know, just filling all the good energy through there. But even through those moments, I still want to take those pauses. Right. Like. All day today, I'm staying off social media, you know, because I'm like, I want to take time to be with my family, uh, point to my family. And I want to also be able to learn the skills to detach, right? Set those boundaries to be able to detach when necessary. Like, I don't want to feel like I always got to be drilled on my phone to um, even when I don't need to be right like today Sundays I got more than enough stuff to do right I went to church in the morning now I'm gonna I'm working on this episode I'm gonna start getting some stuff prepped for during the week clear out the gym got some other crafty stuff I gotta do like I got a busy day today that I can get my stuff done and I can't do much if I'm sitting around on my phone scrolling you know and um, and even though I just got back on I think it was like Tuesday this week you know there were little times I catch myself scrolling and I'm like okay put the phone down put it in another room right and it's just you know because it's just something we do right like it's easy to just grab our phone and start scrolling and so I want to be able to take those times to be able to reset take that pause and take that time to be like, you know what, I can detach when needed, right? So I highly recommend it for you too. You know, I got a couple of episodes already about the social media deal, uh, episode number 20 and episode number two, right? Talking about the social media and um, and setting those boundaries for yourself, right? Because it's important. And I, I truly believe that there's a way we can do both. Uh, I, I truly believe that. I believe that there's a way. Now, if I start seeing myself getting too caught up in it like then I know I have to go back to the drawing board and reset some boundaries right like maybe if I start catching myself being too much on my phone I can start looking into maybe um, hiring somebody to handle my social media right like for my businesses and I just get on once in a blue moon right so that way if you know if I'm spending too much time trying to do like um, my videos and things for my boxing like I have to be mindful that I don't want to take up a lot of time for my family or myself right so that's a good one. Number six is, um, this is a good one. I like it. It's having your solo dates, right? Or even your date night. So like if you're in a relationship, you know, you're married or if you're not in a relationship, right? Um, regardless, and even, even being in a relationship, I still think this is important. Having your solo dates, like having your dates where you just get out and you go do stuff for yourself. Like 
And to me, like, I'll be honest with you, I don't go get my nose done and I don't do my hair and I'm just, I'm very basic, right? Not that I wouldn't love to do it. I think it'd be great. But my, my, my uh, solo dates kind of consist of me like going to Hobby Lobby or like, you know, because I'm big in crafting and I like doing those kind of things. But sometimes I just like to get out and have a drive by myself. I'll go have lunch by myself. I'll just kind of go enjoy my time. I'll get somewhere where I can go read a book or maybe get some work done without the family around you know maybe my aunt watches the kids or my niece or my mom and I get a time a little you know even if it's just a couple of hours just to get out and go have some alone time you know these are definitely important and necessary because we need those breaks sometimes you know and if you don't have anybody maybe there's somebody you can think about that you trust or maybe there's a drop-off program if you can afford one that you can offer that or uh, another big one is baby babysit swap so like obviously there was a point where like I wasn't working so like I didn't have money but like me and my niece she has a her three-year-old son and we would swap so like I would watch her her son and then you know she'd go do her thing and then later that next week I'd be like okay you know now you watch ours and you know so I go have my time and that's how we would swap services you know so we were kind of taking turns doing like you know babysitting and having our alone time, which is very necessary, right? And then I got a bonus one. So I was going to put this as number seven, but I've been saying number six. So I'm going to just put it as a bonus. And um, this is something that I love. And I've always been big into planners. But I think that it's very important is time blocking. Blocking your time out and having um, and scheduling some time out for yourself. So like I got a planner and uh, the one I have right now is called Horatio Printing amazing like I I always had planners since I was like in high school but this is the best planner I've ever had you know and I really like it because she I love how um for when she has like a lot of space for you to put your stuff in there she has some stuff in the beginning that really talks about your goals setting goals for yourself setting about like your heart check and your fears and things like that but my other favorite part is that she she puts scriptures in there, right? And it has scriptures in there. And it's just such a beautiful planner. I mean, it's so beautiful. It has pockets in it. Anyways, um, that's Horatio Printing. But, uh, and I'm not sponsored or anything by it. I just really like her, her planner. She has an awesome planner. But time blocking is basically where you're not a schedule like, oh, you know, every hour I'm doing this. It's basically just writing your blocks out in your day. Um, and sorting out your timing. So there's a morning routine block, which is where I have my alone time. Usually that's the time I try to be without my kids while my kids are sleeping. Then I have my AM block, which is the timing my kids get up. We're doing breakfast. We're doing, you know, if we're doing flashcards, we're doing readings, we're doing something within the kids in the morning. Or some AM blocks, I have to get to the gym early for a class. So that's what our AM blocks consist of after breakfast. And then we got our midday blocks or can also be our work blocks, which is another time you want to try to have time without the kid. So like my daughter's a napper, but my son's not. So like my daughter, I'll go put her down for a nap and she'll take her nap. She's a good napper. She'll take like two hour naps. My son's not, like I said, sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. But um, I'll set up a little area for him so he can do some quiet play. So whether it's his sensory bin or I put his little Lego block table for him or I do his counting bears. I do something for him that's going to help him stay like, you know, relaxing, like where he's not going to have to keep coming to me to ask me for things. I try to use those blocks to be able to get my stuff done. Right. And um, or I'll take him outside 
and I'll set up my microphone like on the other side and I'll be able to uh, record my episodes like looking right at him as he's outside and I'm recording on the other end, right? So like I get to do things like that. Uh, so yeah, I try to use that as my work block. And then I have my PM block, which is, you know, maybe I'm cooking dinner or I'm going to a recovery meeting or I'm doing something uh, along those lines. And then I have my nighttime block, which is where I do something for myself, you know, whether I go to bed reading, which I've been doing a lot more lately. Um, that's like my shower time. I'll lay down, read a book or uh, me and my fiance will watch some TV. We Right now, I think we're watching Cobra Kai. <laughs> so we'll watch an episode of that, and they're pretty short. And then, um, or something, right? We'll do something. Like, that's just my relaxing time. Again, that's another block without the kids. The kids are already laying down, resting for bed. And, uh, yeah, so that's been really helpful. And what that has done for me is it's really allowed me to take my time out for myself, uh, blocking out the self-care time that I need for me so that I can get these things done. You know, and it seems like a whole lot. I know it seems like a lot. But when one thing that's helped me be able to incorporate these things is my time blocking and taking my, my personal time for me. So I think it's possible, whether you're a working mom, a stay-at-home mom, um, where it feels like we don't have a lot of alone time, we can create that alone time, right? Like setting routines, trying to get something situated where our kids are probably like starting to get used to a routine or a schedule. I think that's extremely important. So anyways, I hope that those tips helped you. I'm going to recap really quick. So, so self-care tip number one is I pray or I get into the word. Uh, number two is I journal or I also do some of my recovery work, which I told you that I do a lot of inner work, writing. Um, that also ties into my journaling or my, you know, my step work. Then I have number three where I read my, uh, I read books that feed my spirit or I listen to podcasts. Uh, number four is I work out, I stay healthy. Along with that, I tie into like my meal prepping and some healthy things for my body. Number five is I get off social media. I take social media breaks. And number six is I do solo dates or date nights. And those two work. So basically anything without the kiddos. Um, and then the bonus tip I talked about was time blocking, which you can get a planner. You can also look up time blocking. There's a lot of things on Google online that talk about time blocking. But the one I will recommend the most is her name is Chelsea Joe, And she actually has a system called Systemize Your Life. And she does time blocking and she's amazing with that. So I would highly recommend her. Again, her, her uh, business is Systemize Your Life and she actually does time blocking which I highly recommend using her method because I really like it. So those were those tips. I hope they helped you. I hope maybe you like to implement a few. Start off slowly. Don't try to do everything in a day. It's taken me forever to learn how to get these implemented into my routine. But I'm getting there slowly and I've gotten better. So yeah, I just highly encourage you to be able to try these things and uh, let me know how they work for you. So I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you back here soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Mama, for listening to today's episode. If this show impacted you in any way or touched your spirit, it would mean the world to me if you can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review. Not only does it bring me so much joy to see how it's impacting you, but it helps to grow the show so that we can continue to spread this message to moms all over the world. Thank you so much again for helping me grow this mission. God bless you, Mama. Bye-bye. Happy day. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.